Good morning. Uh, this is uh, Dr. Charles Denham. Uh, I am today uh, 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 speaking on behalf of an enormous group of contributors of uh, this uh, first uh, emerging threats to media practice webinar formal one that will be uh, launching uh, uh, simultaneously with our patient safety webinars uh, uh, in the over the next year. And uh, it's such a pleasure to do so. Uh, the quick, uh, uh, a quick um, uh, uh, update on what to do on your computers. Just make sure your WebEx volume, your computer volume, and your external speaker volume are uh, maximized. Uh, for those of you that don't have slides, I'm going through uh, the, the, uh, uh, a few slides just to make sure that all this is maximized. For those of you that are logged on and uh, live, uh, you may go to the uh, uh, participant section and Click on the telephone icon that would allow you to then uh, be able to get a better audio line. A purpose statement uh, is that we will measure success by how we protect and enrich the lives of families, patients, and caregivers. Uh, our mission is to accelerate performance solutions that save lives, save money, and create value in the communities we serve. We believe that this webinar really will address that. It's a really a great pleasure to have uh, Dr. Greg Bates, who right now is uh, as he said this morning, is being slammed in the ICU. Uh, I fortunately recorded him last night by Zoom video, uh, and he'll be uh, actually uh, opening each one of the sections we cover. We have uh, uh, Chief William Adcock. Uh, and I 
Thank you, Dr. Denim, for inviting me to be part of today's webinar and to the Global MedTAC Bystander Rescue Care Team for their dedication, their commitment, and leadership. The information shared today will be an invaluable resource for patients, families, and care providers. We are all one. Although our experiences may be different, our tears flow the same. Whether you are the patient in the bed, or the clinician at their bedside, we are going to carry this experience with us our entire lifetime. Support us. Stand with us. Stand by us. I'll turn the call back over to you, Dr. Denham. Thank you very much, Becky. Becky will also be the voice of the patient that, that declares with us and as most people are serving the duties that she uh, uh, is serving in her, in her core work. So thank you so much.
Thank you. 
worship because we have a number of constituents and part of the critical infrastructure workforce are those that serve to our faith-based organizations. And we want to thank you for that. So we have Dr. Bates, we have Chief Adcox and Heather Foster today. I'm going to be going through the slides very, very quickly so that I can give each one of them a chance to chat. The entire course is all video. It's all designed to be continuing education for professionals, but also for families. And so, and there are 30 minute units, there'll be 5 minute units. The basics have to be covered in 2 minute units to cover everything. And I'll give you a walkthrough of each one of those areas. So the basics we cover critical concepts, uh, the four P's, uh, how the virus spreads and the science behind how the virus spreads. In the leadership section, how to organize a family plan. Really important for caregivers and professional first responder families who may be the ones that get sick. And typically, we might rely on them. In my family, I'm the one who has the medical training, and yet, if I got sick, my wife and my son would have to organize a strategy to care for me at home. And then, practices. What are the best practices? And we use the Matt Damon uh, 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 story of the Martian because he's left on the moon uh, and he has to use what he has to deal with what he can to be able to survive. Each one of the sections will use one of the stories like Apollo 13. Unfortunately, I've had the pleasure of actually uh, spending time with Jim Lovell, uh, consulted for, uh, Fred Hayes, who's in his 90s now, and gave me some advice regarding our program. Uh, and in terms of uh, uh, Sully Sullenberger, worked uh, closely with Sully, and Sully was featured in our last film. We uh, apply that for the leadership section and then for the practices here the motion. Uh, we wrap up everything regarding the technologies and cover the supplies and gear. And we're so grateful to Heather Foster for her wonderful contribution. Why not 
family member, and then we'll finish up with the seniors at risk, and then also uh, a, 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 a video clip of how to take somebody to the emergency department and what's important. We also have some fun MacGyver clips on how to innovate when we can't get everything. So let's start off with the basics. And what I like to do is just roll a short clip from Dr. Bates, who wishes he could be with us. And Carl, would you please roll the tape uh, on Dr. Bates? When we open our program with uh, a focus on using some exciting stories to be able to use them as a message delivery system, and the first section is uh, addresses the basic concepts, the important concepts that need to be established, both social distancing and real transmission across, but also the science behind the virus and how it spreads. Would you like to make any sort of opening comments regarding that? Certainly, I check over the years as a medical educator, I've used storytelling as a very effective way to get the message across to my trainees. I think it's equally important in telling the story about COVID-19 and safety in our caregivers and in their families. I think one of the most important things is to recognize that uh, caregivers and their families have a significant amount of fear that uh, their loved ones will be infected and have uh, you know, serious outcome. And so by understanding the science behind the virus and the care that we provide, I think it's uh, it serves to reduce the fear, perhaps, that people might have about uh, the potential for infection in their family. So, thank you, Carl. Uh, uh, now, what we'll address is, uh, is some of the, are some of the basics. The really important, uh, I think a really important finding is where the sources of these infections. And so in the course we cover the pre-symptomatic patients that are 45% of the source of the, uh, uh, of the virus. 40% come from those that are symptomatic. So even more come from those that are 
Long Long-term walking patient safety was uh, all teacher online and being able to spread that in the, in the community. So we will be putting together a number of surviving tribe guides and, and because my son, this is my son Charlie, uh, uh, Charlie Thank you. 
Yeah, in fact, I think that, that can be difficult, um, but doable in, in the light of what we know, both at the front line as well as in family units. Having that, that team unit and, and, and kind of working together rather than against one another, which we're starting to see a lot of in, on social media. I think uh, leading by example and, and having a goal, and again, this is applicable to so many other areas in our life, not just with COVID. Thank you, you're absolutely in the chief center questions. Your advice to your own law enforcement officers and families regarding uh, getting ready because, uh, again, they're pretty, pretty good leaders and you've really developed a great leadership team yourself, but when they get sick, they're not going to be able to do it. And so, their families, because they're at enormous risk for bringing the virus home, but then also your advice for the general public families. First off, and foremost, with all the law enforcement and first line um, responders, I would say not only you need to understand the threat, the virus, you need to personally practice all of the recommended safety and hygiene practices, including sanitizing your gun belt, removing your uniforms, showering before you have contact with your 
Oh. Um. 